welcome to Just My Type. My name is Emily. And I'm Jess. And we are the hosts of your friendly podcast. <laughs> and favorite, we hope. I know. Friendly, favorite. I know our listeners love us. We have a huge fan base. So true. We call them our typies. <laughs> do we? <laughs> no. We do now. <laughs> <laughs> listeners, please vote on your fan base name. <laughs> Yeah, so Just My Type is a podcast where we like to talk about typography. Just My Type talks about typography? Oh my goodness. Wait, are you serious? (laughs) Wait, this is the wrong podcast. I'm just kidding. Typography? Wait, did we do that on purpose? What? What? Mind blown. I know. We talked about one typeface a week. Let me tell you. One. one. And we don't talk about anything else. <laughs> Nothing else. All we do is just say one. the name. It's like, go look it up. And then, bye. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how they go. So. Um, no, we talked about the typeface. We talked about the history. We talked about the usage. We talked about how All it's that influencing our world, popular culture, how it's making us mad, happy, <laughs> sad, angry. All the feels. All the, you know, type just gives us, fellow type nerds, all the feels all in the world. Feels. And boy, do we have a tight face for you today. Hopefully last week's papyrus didn't scare you and I know. you still like us, even though we low-key said we like papyrus now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Are we true designers? I, I don't know. It's okay. This is a good tight face. It's probably heard a of little it. bit of thoughts on controversy. There's a theme among <laughs> month's typography. That's all we talk Designers about. Designers <laughs> really just like to hate things. Yes, yes. And things that and they're better than things. And polls yes. And petitions, polls, and everything. All the above. Um, but yeah, I think this is a cool tight face. We're bringing it more into the 20. First century with the typeface mm-hmm. created within the last 30 years. Yes, in 1996. <laughs> I don't think we've covered a one great of those. Year. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we have it. Um, so, should we get a drum roll? Verdana. Verdana is our typeface today. <laughs> and boy, is it a good one. It it's is. an interesting one. It's, it's unique. It's going fun. Going to a sans serif. Yeah, we're going back into a sans serif. I know you listeners were like, but what about the sans serifs? We haven't forgotten. Yes, I know we, we covered Futura on our first episode. Yes. All your emails. Yes. And we were sorry it took us so your long tweets. to respond to our fans. You guys mail. sent actual doves to carry <laughs> messages to us, like going totally old school. Okay, but can we just talk about the doves? Because at our graduation, <laughs> they legit flew right at us. And then they just took off. And I didn't expect it. And, like, not that they're going to announce, all right, we're releasing the doves now. But, like, I would like some, like, you know. That wasn't in the practice graduation. (laughs) Gemini Christmas. But honestly, (laughs) Gemini Christmas. (laughs) Jessica. Man, it's fine. Um, But do they fly somewhere? Like, do they know to go back home? Yeah. Yeah, do they know to go back? Like they're like because they all fly in the same direction. So they they also is that supposed to be like a? I don't. How is that wishing me congratulations on graduating? I don't want like you to be suffocating a bird or their whole. I know it was like near the end too. Like were they just sitting there the whole time? Wow. Anyway, (laughs) okay. Please don't send doves with fan mail anymore. Please stop. Listeners, come on. Typees. <laughs> Typees. We'll think of a better name. We will. We'll get back to you on that one. Okay. <laughs> okay, so. Should Enough we get fun. It? Let's become serious. Yeah. 
Verdana is a no serious spot. <laughs> I broke already. Um, should we get into some history? All right. So Verdana's history is a it's a wild one. <laughs> a wild ride. Um, no, it's pretty cool. So. Verdana was actually commissioned by Microsoft. Some of you guys may have heard of it. It's this like new startup up in Seattle. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I can't even come up with something to respond to that. That was pretty good. But yeah, so they wanted to make more type designed for computers, which is like interesting because you're like, type should always be designed for computers mm-hmm. because Confusing. that's where people see type. Guys, read a book. <laughs> type is used in print. So true. Print is not dead. Print is not dead. I repeat, print is not dead. <laughs> Everybody say it with me. If you're in your car, you're on a walk. One, two, three. Print, print is, is not, not dead. dead. I hope I heard this like cohesive boom yes. around the when world. We publish this on Wednesday. We really want everyone to just be shouting that. Yeah. But Redon is unique, and it wasn't really made for print, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. It was made for screens, and it was specifically made for screens with low resolution. Mm-hmm. Desi- so, designed in a way that would like easily yeah, be read on a computer, basically. Yeah, so it was made by Matthew Carter, which is a very influential man in our day and age. Matthew Carter is a type designer from Britain and he seems to be a common theme I know (laughs) should we we should move to yeah (laughs) I think we're in the wrong country (laughs) on our way but yeah so a 2005 New Yorker profile on Matthew Carter so he's so influential that he got a New Yorker profile um described him as the most widely read man in the world widely read yeah so he has set text in very commonly used fonts, such as Verdana in Georgia, in Tahoma. I don't know how to say that. Tahoma? Other font. I think yeah, it's like the same right, font. Right? But those are like his Tacoma. like three biggest fonts that he has <laughs> created. Yeah. Mm, good for him. Yeah. So in 1996... Emily and Jess. Two wonderful <laughs> women were born. <laughs> Little babies screaming. Well, Matthew Carter also had help, too, from Tom Rickner. Yeah. So who, he did do some of the work. He, like, created it. But Thomas Rickner um, did hand hinting, which I was like, what is what hand is hinting? hinting? And it's also known as font hinting, which I was like, that did not help me, internet. <laughs> Why? I love it when that <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, you just, just changed takes you one in a word. circle. <laughs> But this is um, a quote from the interweb. The use of mathematical... From the interweb? <laughs> <laughs> the use of mathematical instructions to adjust the display of an outline font so that it lines up with a rasterized grid. At low screen resolutions, hinting is critical for producing clear, legible text, end quote. Wow. That was deep. That was just a lot of information. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> But Verdana is unlike other fonts too, because it is a humanist sans serif, which is very interesting. I actually did not know such a collection of typefaces were a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but humanist sans serifs are, they were made 
mainly in the 20th, 21st century. And they're most, they're humanist because they should look like a human has written them with oh. a pen. So they're not as um, geometric as Futura is, um, but they're more kind of like how we normally write, but just a cleaner, nicer typeface. Yeah. So Learn I think something was, new there. Yeah. So they take inspiration from traditional letter forms, but they give it a more humanistic spin. Hmm. Um, and so Verdana is probably one of the biggest ones. Another one is Frutiger, which is, <laughs> I feel like we should cover that. That's an interesting typeface. Helvetica, which probably no one has ever heard of. Yeah, there's no films or anything. or I mean, no advertisement at all. So. Uh-huh, nothing in Helvetica. Um, no documentaries. No documentaries. Um, and then, yeah, Verdana, Calibri, like a lot of Gil Sands. Yeah. So, uh, that was really interesting to learn that I didn't really know. Mm -hmm. Guys, I'm learning too. We're all learning. (laughs) So uh, Matthew Carter was commissioned by Microsoft. He's making this font and he's making it for screens. He's making it for the computer. And so he's trying to work out ways to make it very functional for mm. pixels rather than dots. So like a computer recognizes types type in pixels. And um, when you output your type, the printer recognizes your typeface in dots or dots per inch, DPI, half tones, print. Are we just listing and, things that yeah. have to do with <laughs> yes. print? Yes. <laughs> Heidelberg, Heidelberg, <laughs> Ink, CMYK. Um, Verdana has some unique qualities about it. Mm-hmm. What and do I, you? What do I want to talk about? Yeah. Well, again with my <laughs> inspirational quotes from the internet, um, I found a quote um, describing where the name of this typeface came from. And it says, quote, some believe that the name Verdana was inspired by the region around the Microsoft headquarters, Seattle, which is lush and green. The word verdant means, which I don't know if that's right, means something green. And Verdana is a play on that word. It's also said that one of the people on the Microsoft team who commissioned the font had a daughter named Anna, and that brought out the Anna portion of Verdana. Wow. And because I can't say words, I'm going <laughs> to... Oh my gosh. Verdant. That is how you say it. <laughs> Verdant. Verdant. That's what you were looking up on your phone? Yeah. Oh my It's important that the gosh. people have the true facts. Well, I just like to imagine little Matthew Carter, he's spending some time at Microsoft. He's up in his office in Seattle, and he's looking out <laughs> at the green, lush mountains of mm-hmm. the Seattle As one landscape, do. and he's like, ooh, green, <laughs> lush, lush, <laughs> Verdana. <laughs> Why not? There are some, another unique thing about Verdana is that it has very distinct features mm. in its letters and how it looks. So for one, um, on the lowercase side, there is a square dot over the letter I, Whoa. which is interesting. A square. Mostly. I think there's another 
aspect of the humanist sans serif mm -hmm. part because in like the geometric font that yeah, would be a little true. perfect zero that's little circle <sighs> i um, fancy the j the lowercase j yeah because it has a cool little it's like a half serif which seems very <laughs> unnecessary yeah, but i love but that it's, it's there <laughs> you know matthew carter does not do anything without reason yeah and it has a square dot too like the i which is interesting Uppercase, the capital Q's tail is centered or under the figure. Yes. Which is very interesting. And it doesn't go into the circle. It just yeah. comes off of it like a little tail. It's like a cat. Yeah. And the A is like a two double story A, with not like a circle with a line, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. um, the uppercase J has a serif mm -hmm. too. And it's like just a half. It's like yeah, a, just a little, just a little hey, <laughs> I'm kind of here. I mean, is that, yeah, it's considered a serif, right? Yeah, like a little, like a it's little a serif. serif. A little, little baby serif. <laughs> um, and the uppercase I has two serifs mm -hmm. at the top and bottom, even though this is a sans serif font. It's got a little, little hints of serifs. Matthew Carter was like, let's Why have not? some fun. We'll just throw he's such him a, there. He's such a funny guy. I love him. <laughs> we know him personally, so yeah. you know. <laughs> Verdana has huge X heights and counters, um, which is good. And it's important, too, for legibility yeah. on computer screens. And it's also, it can be used for multiple languages, which is good. And mm -hmm. it makes it useful. It's very versatile. It's not particularly exciting. Mm -hmm. It's not going to get anybody jazzed but up you over can the just font. read it. But it's like... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jess nice. <laughs> literally just shrugged and was like... <laughs> <laughs> rolled her eyes and was like yeah you can just tell her read it just read it it's the fine. sarcasm in her voice please but, tell us how you feel about verdana what the other people tell them listen into some controversy yes yes because what we do here is, is talk, talk about, about controversy. controversy so basically i mean we kind of already talked about this in our future uh, podcast so if you haven't listened to that one listen to that one what are you doing listening Just to this like, please start at the beginning please listen to them are in you order. an animal <laughs> please listen to them in order come on um it boosts our self-esteem if you listen to our podcast so <laughs> just do it for our self-esteem self no other reason you do could for hate type yes yes do it for us do it for us but the controversy, there's some controversy that stems from the from IKEA switching from Futura to Verdana, which we mentioned in our Futura podcast. But it's important to bring up again because it's so funny to me that people yes. created petitions to like yes. fight IKEA. Let me tell you, <laughs> 2010, picture it. Where were you? I was in uh, middle school. 14. Wow. What are oh, time, were we in right? high school? Yeah. I think oh, I was eight. 13 eighth grade yeah it was our right. freshman year of high school which maybe. seems kind of young for I know. high school but then again well i was we graduated in 2014 this is a podcast this now of about how, how old are Jess we and emily do math <laughs> <laughs> obviously that's why we were um graphic communication majors and not i had to do a lot of math today at work oh, i worked no. as a designer and i was like I don't appreciate. I was like trying to like picture like pixels and like how many pixels yes. can break up the page, but I want twenty pixels in between this exactly these two and you're boxes. Like, Too much math. I know. I was doing an Excel spreadsheet thing and 
trying to use the sum like tool and it wouldn't work so i had to count all the numbers by hand. oh my goodness <laughs> it was rough it's fine but so for yes, donna and ikea <laughs> yes ikea yeah so 2010 that's it we're just sitting out there we're little kids running around the playground oh, at 14 goodness, yes um but ikea comes out with a catalog and mm. to the normal everyday user you think oh ikea has cheap home furnishing this will look good in my office living room or bedroom but to a designer Mm -hmm. it was crazy this was think apocalypse this is how insane the design world went we were just screaming we were banging on doors with our ikea magazines we're saying do you see this we're getting everybody riled up picture like that shrek scene where they're like surrounding shrek's hut yes yes we are going out in masses into the street oh my goodness like how can this happen Mm. how could ikea do this to us it was and you know ikea is a worldwide Mm -hmm. company and you know has places everywhere cinnamon rolls literally it was the it was like the world was on fire this wasn't just america ladies and gentlemen it was it was everywhere people were taking to the streets all because ikea changed their font from Futura to Verdana. Yep. I think we all need a deep breath after yes. hearing this again. And I also just looked at my just notes. Just a moment of silence. this quote like, is really going to take a lot of energy out of me. <laughs> <laughs> what quote? Quoting again. Quote, to layman, the problem is probably almost invisible. Ikea has changed its official font from Futura with its Tony design pedigree to Verdana. So what? Verdana was designed as an on-screen font for Microsoft, and while it's serviceable in that context, it was never meant for print. Designers would then would liken that move to driving a Honda Civic around a racetrack. Sure, the Civic might be a fine family car, but doesn't have the elegant engineering required to race in the main event. IKEA, with its history of design excellence, is supposed to know better. Time and NPR have already reported on the controversy, and there is now an online petition demanding ikea reverse course grr they literally say grr grr and they're like hating on like honda civics dang sure it's a fine family car (laughs) it just cracks me up that people like take the time to like write these like strongly worded posts and yeah i just love how the design community has such like authority and like love for their typefaces Mm -hmm. that they can't like dare to see a company switch to maybe a more cheap and versatile typeface it's like brands change all the time like tropicana they did a terrible (laughs) terrible thing if you haven't seen that when they changed their packaging it was like a whole thing but um you can look that up later because again that's another podcast um but like it's okay to change your typeface yeah and i think I, I can see where designers are like, uh, Futura is like a very well-made mm-hmm. typeface and it's like, um, has some cool like roots that we talked about, um, on our first podcast, but 
Verdana is more, I think it's applicable to more languages, Mm -hmm. which really, I think, stood out to IKEA. It is interesting that IKEA is a Swedish brand, but they went with a um, font designed by a British Mm -hmm. designer made in America. I also think that probably IKEA was pushing, was moving more towards having their... um, their products online and Verdana is a screen font. And so it's really easy, easily codable. Mm-hmm. Um, it was some, one of the fonts I always had in the back of my mind. I could just pull from my Google fonts, pull the code in and put totally. into any of the websites I designed. And I think that like really stood out to Ikea. So it's like versatile. It's like language. It can be used everywhere. It can be used on the screen. And Ikea though, it is the biggest, magazine in the world Ooh, yeah um because it's yeah their catalog it's is one of the biggest well known yeah and it's just everywhere because <laughs> ikea is everywhere ikea. <laughs> ikea and i think that is why people were so up in arms about it is because mm-hmm. it is made for a screen and ikea has a huge catalog and they decided to Eve, not just change their font on their website, but also change it in the catalog. They're like which, no longer putting it on their coffee table anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like we refuse. And they they have so much packaging. Yes. Um, that now uses Radana, all the signage in their stores. Mm-hmm. It's like very like for that big of a company to go from this like very I idolized future font to verdana without thinking anybody's gonna notice mm-hmm. <laughs> is kind of outstanding little do they know all of our little what did we call them type nerds type, our typies typies <laughs> would notice <laughs> work we can workshop we'll, it we'll work on that one <laughs> after this you talked about like it really got media usage mm-hmm. in um 2010 when ikea released that they changed well they didn't really say like press release we changed our font they just happened and they were like oh nobody will notice but boy Mm, did we notice um the new york times said that the change to verdana is so offensive to many because it seems like a slap at the principles of a design by a company that has been hailed for its adherence to them so that is really interesting because ikea is such a design forward company Mm -hmm. and they're just like let's just throw Carelessly, in this like change it yeah mm-hmm. which i feel which bad for the design team so it's like why didn't anybody i know i uh, this is like a controversy where i really like i don't know what side i'm on because mm-hmm. i didn't see the appeal for verdana totally. and it's so easily accessible mm-hmm. and it's not like i verdana is in like the ikea logo that mm-hmm. is actually like a different font um but it's just it is it's so versatile, and I can mm-hmm. see why IKEA was drawn to that. And it is a well-made font, as it, we like talked is. about. It was mm-hmm. really like crafted carefully, pixel to pixel. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Matthew Carter, you know, he's still alive, and he addressed this controversy during an interview in 2013. So this is three years after. And so he just pre- basically talks about the petition. And so somebody came up to him and was like, hey, I signed that petition to make uh, Ikea go from Futura to Verdana. And he's like, okay, like, why? And the guy was like, well, it's screen font. And he's like, well, what does what makes it a screen font? And I was like, 
oh, that is really interesting. There is nothing about it. Like, it still looks good in print. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it still looks good. Like, it's not a badly mm-hmm. made font. I don't know. It's very interesting. It is very interesting. I don't think I'm leaning more towards, like, one side or the other. It's just interesting. It's not like I'm, like, they should have explained themselves before. But, like, I don't know. Maybe yeah. they could have slowly put Verdana into their branding instead of just, like, 360 let's change it yeah yeah okay here's the quote from matthew carter so he says that the student asked him like yo why why did you make verdana like why is ikea using verdana and so matthew carter said well so you open the ikea catalog it's set in verdana with the big prices and everything how do you tell it's a screen font uh, what is it about Verdana that says it's a string font? And the guy who asked him that was like, well, I don't know. And Matthew's just like, okay, well, it's because you've been told. So like what he says is there are many people who make judgments without understanding what the typographic issues are. Mm-hmm. And he said, students are interesting. They'll say things to me like, my professor told me I cannot use Verdana in Georgia in print because they're screen fonts. <laughs> But <laughs> Matthew's like, I tried it and it looks perfect. So why not? Like he said, all I can say is thank you and go ahead. Yeah. So we have the permission from Matthew Carter to use Verdana in Georgia in print. Nice. So there that's we good. go. There we go. If he said we can, yeah. we can. So that's like kind of the biggest controversy there. I mean, some people went as far as being like, you're killing the planet because well, it like, yeah. takes up so much space. We did talk yeah. about on my previous, <laughs> uh, one of our, in the Times New Roman yes. episodes where I talked about how Emily's I, rebellious stage. my <laughs> rebellious stage, I found that Verdana is the widest mm-hmm. font and I would change all my papers to Verdana. So it looked yes. like I wrote a lot more. Well, but... some guy was like, don't use Verdana. Like, switch to Arial. Like, you're killing the planet because you're using so much paper. And he's like, and also switch to duplex too. So you save paper. And I was oh, like, wow. Okay, why a are you getting like and that a type far nerd. into it? I was like, I mean, I get it. But like. Hey, my paper know. had to be six pages. I was saving. I was. This is how I was saving the planet. One, I was getting more. Um energy personally by not writing as much Mm. two i wasn't wasting as much time on my laptop writing my paper are so strong now yes yes (laughs) so i wasn't the fatigue that Mm. you experience when i wasn't applying to me as much i was also like the electricity that powers my laptop wasn't running as much i by using for donna in front of times new roman so I am David helping Simpson, save the planet. You were incorrect. Emily was <laughs> saving the planet. <laughs> so thank you. Well, that's a bit of the controversy there, which yeah. is very interesting. But a few places where it's seen, it was used in the Delta Airlines logo in 2008. Ooh. You know, well, the old Delta so interesting. Because <laughs> um, you're Delta Airlines. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Not sponsored. Um, Pay- PayPal's logo included Verdana. Wait, currently? Um, I don't know if it's current, but at some point it had. Interesting. I feel like it might be current, but I could be wrong. Well, oh, I guess it's like logo right now. Is that like blue P sign? Yeah. Oh. True. Interesting. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's old logo. Looks like it was mm. for Donna. That makes sense. And then also I found in my research that Apple uses it as their corporate typeface. 
No way. Mm -hmm. That's interesting because it was commissioned by Microsoft. Mm -hmm. Ooh. It it literally, I think all these companies are using it because it is so versatile and their their companies are worldwide. So why use a font that won't translate well well in like Japanese or something? Exactly. That's what I was just going to say. Like online and stuff. I think they have like different languages. Yeah. So like you're going to need something that transfers because you know, like. I don't know, whenever I would design and I'd be like, oh, do they have like this special character? And it's like, yeah. oh, it doesn't. And so then you have to like rethink yes. your whole, because you can't just like draw yes. in the character. You have to like really think about like what typeface and reevaluate. Yeah, it. that's why like good typefaces have a lot of characters mm-hmm. and they're really well thought out. Totally. And that's. So that's kind of where I found where it's seen. Wow. So I think our listeners are dying to use this typeface now. Mm-hmm. So, um, we let's hit some. Weekly... Let's hit some jazz music. Yes. Weekly, let's um, font pairing. Maybe? Yeah. Let's hit, Let's open up a bottle of wine. <laughs> and let's sit into some font pairings. Mm. Well, <laughs> I think Verdana, as I'm looking at where it's been used and mm. in all those places, I think it looks good with a good Georgia, which. They're both made by Matthew Carter, mm-hmm. so shout out to Matthew Carter. We definitely know he's listening. He's our number one fan. Yes, he's like... Love you, Matt. <laughs> was like a mind reader and was like, I think just my type is going to talk about my typefaces yeah. this week. Yeah, we actually called right. him. We tried to reach out for him for comment. Mm-hmm. He said, please stop Facebook calling me. But we still love you, Matt. Yes, so. but... But yeah, these... <laughs> Verdana and Georgia, they are both screen fonts mm-hmm. made by Matthew Carter. Nice but contrast, too. Yeah, they look really well together. They're nice sans serif and serif. I think where they look like, I mean, we heard from Matt that we can use them both in. I love how I'm calling him Matt now, like he's my best friend. First name basis. <laughs> <laughs> what if he actually like hates being called Matt? <laughs> but um, we talked about how he he was like, why not use them in print? Like their typefaces, like they look good when you print them out as mm-hmm. they do on screen. But I think on websites they really do look good. Like Verdana is good, has a big font family. Um, and so does Georgia, and you can really pair them well together. And that was our font pairings. <laughs> so we hope you have now fallen in love with Verdana mm-hmm. and good old Matt Carter. <laughs> Matt Carter. <laughs> as much as we have. And next time you see a lush and green hill, think hmm, Verdana. <laughs> Verdant. <laughs> Which Jess was too afraid to try to, try it, to, but then I need to back myself up with the internet. <laughs> Talk. All oh, right. Goodness. Well, see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.